You're listening to Sibling Talk with Mary Jo Tumare and John Paulette. Commentary from a progressive point of view. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumare. I've married this kind of a side thing, but you mentioned to me that a friend of yours uh, enjoyed our show and you said they especially liked the music. And I, this is the truth. I thought they meant my singing yesterday. <laughs> no. 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 They meant the intro, which we've never given full credit on. No, that's I thought this is a good chance. Can you do that? Yeah, so that music was composed and recorded by David Paulette, who obviously with the name Connection is our nephew, really talented composer and producer, and he did that for us. Um, And his dad does the intro. This is sibling talk. This is, and this is very sibling. And we should tell people, we are... uh, you and I are from a family of nine children, if uh, anybody can believe it. And we have spent our whole life talking about stuff. It wasn't that kind of the family business, talking it, about stuff. It was. It was so kind of Kennedy-esque. I mean, we have our dinners together. My dad would throw out some firebomb, and we'd all start talking about it. Uh, so that's where we learned. And one of our sisters, who lives in Lansing, Michigan, Margie, she told me she was listening to you guys as like being at a family party. It <laughs> so is. That was a great compliment. And, and one other thing I have to remember from that, uh, we had front porches, you know, in, in kind of the old style. And our mom loved sitting on the front porch. If you had a swing on the front porch was her idea of heaven. And what she wanted to do was talk. And she might talk with us till two in the morning am i right oh yeah she just loved that and she loved to listen as we got older yeah more informed she loved to listen to us talk right so i think she would enjoy this well i had a reason for bringing up the music and uh uh the singing because actually i have another song today this is it and it's important the song goes to the right to the right to the left to the left. Now walk it by yourself. Now walk it by yourself. Have you heard this? Like at oh, weddings? Yeah. Isn't or it like at, at a wedding, a dance? Yeah, kind yeah, of thing? that kind of thing. <laughs> but I just saw it on a video yesterday, and I can't tell you the city. I think it was Seattle, but I can't tell you. Somebody at the demonstration has a huge speaker, and they're playing that song. So everybody is dancing. This dance that apparently everybody in the world except me knows how to do and the interesting thing is the police were dancing with them now i don't want to go all kumbaya on you about this but there was something to it and then we flashed seen another city police and the demonstrators are singing uh lean on me it's not a question i don't think of Can we sing or can we do a little dance together? But the question is, are we, is it the time to change our model of what it means to do policing in the United States? Is that part of the question that everything is is centering around? 
I think so. I mean, I don't know if you saw any of Obama's remarks yesterday in his town hall, but I think he was saying the same thing. It's kind of an inflection point. And if we're going to spend, and this is totally, totally restating what he said and maybe not even what he meant, but if we're going to spend all this money in our communities and part of that is policing and we have to have police, right? I mean, we describe the police powers of the state. Um, are there other ways to do that beyond just the enforcement piece? And are the police the correct group um, to be community advisors, supporters? I think he said something that really touched me, which is, um, I think he's very hopeful for change and he's a hopeful guy, as we know, it's what his whole candidacy was about, but also with young people that we see on the streets and that's who is ultimately going to lead and manage the change to come. And there's a lot of hope in that when you look at these protests and it, it seems like a lot of the violence is starting to drip away and now we're getting to the heart of it. And the protests are, Protesters are every race, every age, every gender, every on all the variances along the spectrum on race and gender. Um, I think it's telling you that there's a majority in the United States that is really done with the construct of a racially divided haves have not kind of way to live. That's my Hopefully. No, well, I think I think you are right, and there's a lot to unpack there. There's one thing I'd like to bring up, and I don't think this is generally known. After the 2003 Iraq War and everything that went along with that, the U.S. military brought back a lot of equipment that they had used in Iraq uh, that they no longer needed, and that was given in huge amounts to local uh, police forces, such as Ferguson, Missouri. And when we remember the pictures of the armored vehicles rolling down the street in Ver Ferguson, when we look now at some of these guys in military looking uniform, well, they're not just military looking, they were given to them by the United States military. And I, I'm gonna be maybe a little bit snarky but I think you take some small town police force and the guys on it and you say, here, you have commando looking uniforms. I think you change their mentality and suddenly they are a military force. And that's really the center of our problem is the militarization of police forces. I mean, it's part of it. And I do think that it was around that time that and maybe that's a historical thing and someone would know better me, but it, police started to be referred to as a paramilitary occupation or a paramilitary force instead of, I think, the way that many people saw it, which is a, a community support organization or entity. So I do think that was a big shift psychologically, but policing itself in the United States is quite complicated and the roles that they have to play are quite complicated. So if you're on a police force in some ex-urban, you know, small uh, suburb, you know, you, you probably have some drugs and domestics and that kind of thing. 
But if you're in the inner city, it's a whole different kind of job. And they're also required, cops are required to do more than just law enforcement. Like schools, and we've talked about this before, all the social ills of the world are supposed to be solved by these folks and these departments. And are you lay on top of that, <clears throat> the, the unionization of police who are civil servants anyway, and your, how you protect these folks' jobs, regardless of their conduct. I mean, I don't know if you saw today that the, the, I don't know if it was FOP, one of the big police unions pulled support from Biden. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I did not see they, this. Wow. They did that because Biden has come out starting to talk about police reform. Yeah. So it's, when I look at the situation of police and police reform, it's super complicated. So go back to what Obama said, or what I took away from what he said is, yes, you will, we will use police forces to change. You know, they have to change from within. And hopefully under a Biden administration, we will change what their role is. They will become, you know, part of the community centers. They'll be the sponsors of youth basketball leagues. They'll be the sponsors mm -hmm. of all kinds of things like that integrate into the community. I don't know what's true in Illinois because every state law is different. One of the issues, too, is should cops live in the community where they serve? Yep. In Ohio, they can't because of a Ohio Supreme Court decision interpreting the Ohio Constitution. So that really changed communities when folks could work for the city of Cleveland, but live in one of the suburbs. Mm -hmm. And so, do you know what I mean? Like, it's there's, there's not a, and no pun intended by this, but there is not a silver bullet. This is yeah. one of these issues, and there are many of them that we as a society need to work hard on, have all the voices at the table to say what is the right way to do this. And I was talking to um, my son today, and you know this expression that personnel is policy. Yep. Who Biden, again, fingers crossed that Biden is the president come to uh, January, who he chooses to put on these commissions in these jobs will make a difference. It absolutely will. And I think your analysis is really good. And I, I just, oh, less than 45 minutes ago was at an event that I think illustrates this. I went to a demonstration this afternoon. I was there right up till I came home and uh, we started recording. It was here in Oak Park. Now, this was organized by students at both Oak Park River Forest High School and Fenwick High School, where, where I teach. Uh, so it was a very young event. There, there were grown-ups. Uh, I was really proud. I won the oldest person award, <laughs> you know, which is, is, wow. is always something I'm good. Wow, no kidding. It was held at the police department. Now, Oak Park is much like... Uh, Cleveland Heights, Shaker Heights, a lot of different places across the country. It is an integrated community. It tends to be a very liberal uh, community. It prides itself on the way it handled uh, desegregation. And it's a generally peaceful. It's not that no crime ever occurs here. Generally peaceful thing. The interesting thing was 
the police department provided electricity for the speakers. I know this because I was talking to one of the cops. Uh, they had them set up so they could talk better. The police are kind of lined all around, you know, in shirts. They're chatting. They're chatting with me. They're talking to kids. They're going all, all through there. Very supportive. They were making certain nobody got hit, hit by cars. Actually, everything you would think community supportive policing ought to be. But from where that station is, walk one mile east, and you're at the 15th district of the Chicago Police Force, which is in the Austin area. This is a high crime, uh, high, high poverty. It's one of the poorest areas in, uh, in Chicago. And you would not guess or would not be surprised, I mean, that policing is very different there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people on a lot of different sides can say, well, it's because of this, because of that. It's because you don't have the same crime in, in Oak Park. But I think it goes to your point. This is a complicated question. Just saying the police ought to do this isn't going to do it. Isn't going to do it. We have to think about policing in terms of the community. I, am I saying the same yeah, thing no, you were? I think we are. And I, and I think we're not the only two. I think we're, we're reflecting the conversation that maybe we should have had 10 years ago, 20 or who knows. But for whatever reason, now is the moment. And I hope the moment sustains. What's going to be well, difficult it, is how do you sustain that conversation for the next four and a half months while there's a whole group of other people who not only don't want to have the conversation, they want to go back to the old conversation. Well, and they're being led, I guess we all are being led by President of the United States, whose idea of uh, policing is you send in the U.S. military. Right. And totally different view. And it, you know, it's followed certainly by those who follow him who say, well, if, you know, we just went in and shot some people up, we wouldn't have these, these problems. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it, this is the conversation I think we're going to continue to have. I think, think it is. And maybe if everybody, all of us in the country on the same time, same day, we can do it through broadcast. We all get out there. I'm told this is called the Cupid Shuffle is the name of the song. And we all start singing to the right, to the right, <laughs> to the left. Now walk it by yourself. Walk it by yourself. I think that will do the job, yeah, don't you? I hope it's on Spotify. I'm just. I hope so too. <laughs> all right, I'll talk to you. Bye.